everybody, how's it going? This is Rev DDT, just kicking back here in my chair, my bedroom, just kicking back, watching a little TV this morning. I uh, uh, didn't sleep real well last night, but I did sleep a little bit, so if I sound tired, it's because, yeah, well, I'm damn tired. <laughs> anyway, um, some stuff stirred on my heart today, and, um, you know, because I watch TV, like most of us do, you know, those of you that don't watch TV, well, you may uh, hear some of this stuff too. Um, but I watch TV, I don't be watching programs, and it'll run commercials, and, and they'll be, like, pumping things, like, uh, you know, pumping things in our face, like, um, family's the most important thing. Uh, not true, God's the most important thing. Um, family's in there, too, but, um, and then, or they'll be pumping, team, team this, team that, you know, blah, blah, gotta be on a team, blah, 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 blah. I've been hearing that most, most of my life. That's what actually got me stirred up this morning, was, um, I was, I was thinking about doing a different podcast, but, uh, this is on my heart. It's been on my heart for a while. I'm not going to rant or rave about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about individuality, team sports versus non-team sports, like, uh, you know, individual sports, like, uh, or whatever, you know, like say, uh, Kung Fu, you know, individual, or um, boxing, individual, you know. Um, there's a lot of us on this earth that are, um, that are geared towards team stuff. That's great and everything. They fit in the slot. They're able to do their thing uh, on the team, be a team player, work with the team, and it jives with them and it goes real well. Then there's some of us that are just not wired that way. You know, you go to church, you'll hear all about this independence, especially if you're Pentecostal or charismatic around them kind of people. You hear a lot of, oh, it's an independent spirit. You know, you'd be told you have an independent spirit. They'll be trying to cast devil out of an independent spirit out of you or whatever. It's fucking ludicrous crap. It's not right. They're not really seeing that there are individuals on this earth that don't conform to team sports, don't conform to team things, because we're not supposed to. We're not wired that way. We're just not wired that way. We see things from a different angle. It's great if you see if you, you can get on a team and, and fit with a team and do everything and, and, and feel satisfied there and, and, and find your place and all that, and that's great. I never did find my place on a team. Every time I got on a team, it was like, okay, well, let's take wrestling, for example. I was wrestling since I was a little kid. I hated it, couldn't stand it, wanted to do martial arts and boxing. Um, stuff like that, but um, a, uh, you know, I had one of those overbearing parents that said, "No, you're not going to fight." Blah blah blah. Oh, you can wrestle then. As far as that goes, you know. Blah. So I got forced in that. I hated that having some sweaty kid or sweaty man or somewhere you know, just crawling all over you. Just, oh, it's just gross. I just don't like it. It's not that way. But here's what really got me when I when I finally quit wrestling. I, I took off my my wrestling shirt that I had on, <laughs> and um, I threw it on the ground. And said, I'm done with this crap. Coach chased me down the hallway. This is in eighth grade. Coach chased me down the hallway, grabbed me, tried to rebuke me over it. Thank God my aunt was a teacher there and was on the same floor I was on. I was walking towards towards my locker, and uh, he grabbed me and threw me up against the locker right outside her her uh, schoolroom door. You know, basically whatever you call it, classroom door. And she could hear. She knew it was me because she could hear me. And I was saying, I just don't like letting everybody down. Because like, I'd lose matches, you know. I wasn't a very good wrestler. Didn't like it anyway, but I tried. I really did. I tried. I tried. I really tried hard at everything I did. I freaking give it 110% every damn time. But I didn't. wasn't able to actually fit in the slot they wanted me to fit in. Got a few examples of this, but I'll give you one more here in a minute. Or a second or two. Or whenever. <laughs> The um, coach grabs me, he throws me up against the locker, and starts rebuking me for, you know, walking off the team. You're letting the team down by walking off. And I go, I'm letting the team down by wrestling, you idiot. I didn't call him an idiot, but I was thinking that. 
Actually, I think it's worse than that. I was going to call him a dumb fucking idiot. Dumb fucking stupid idiot. You know, you fucking head up your ass. You know, all you want, all you care about is team, 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 but you don't care about individuals. You only care about your record, your this or that. You know, you don't care about individuals. So you get, you know, you start overlooking these individuals. There are people on this earth that do not conform to team stuff. They're not supposed to. We're not wired that way. For a long time, I've struggled with this really hard. I'd beat the crap out of myself over it, you know. Ah, why can't I just do, uh, can I be on team? Why can't I just, like, what's wrong with me, you know? You know, the band The Misfits? Yeah, well, they came out, you know, well, I was alive when they came out. You know, and um, I, I was, I was could, could relate. I could really relate to their music too much. I liked their music, don't get me wrong, but I liked other stuff too better than that. You know, I liked other stuff. Uh, not that the bands were better, but I liked it more so. I liked it more so. Um, other types of music and stuff. But um, there's a, the Misfits thing. I'd see the Misfits on somebody's jacket or something. I'd be like, yeah, that's how I feel, Misfit. Trying to, like, you know, plug into places that people think I should plug into. And they're, they're, believe me, some of them are so dear-hearted. They're just trying to help. They're trying to help you find your place in life, you know, and stuff. And that's all great and everything. But when they do it so to the point where they're they're so overbearing, that you, you're missing something. You know you're missing something on the inside over that. And you're going like, this just isn't what jiving with me. And you get ra- railed on all the time for it. I always call it railed on or dogged on. You get dogged on for it, you know. And um, and, you, and you're going like, you guys are missing it. But you can't explain to them what's going on on the inside of you. You can't explain to them. You don't fit with this. You're not supposed to. And you don't even really know that. You're just trying to, trying to make your way in life. Seems like everybody's getting out of case from here. Teach it all the way down to best girlfriend. You used to have them all the time, Brownsville Station. <laughs> Smoking in the boys' room. No, anyway. Um, so he grabs me, throws me against the locker, and, and he's, he's railing me for freaking quitting the team, and blah, 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 blah. My aunt comes out. Aunt Ramona, she comes out of her out of her, out of her freaking room. I didn't even realize I was right next to her room, right next to her classroom. She comes out, and she goes, she goes, Mr. Young. That was his name. This is a South Junior High in Boise, Idaho. I was in eighth grade. She goes, Mr. Young, can I have a kind of word with you, please? And he says, I'm, I'm busy right now. She goes, please, allow me this moment to have a word with you. And he goes, okay. He goes, you wait right here. And when I, she turned around, my aunt goes like this. <laughs> she, like, takes her, oh, you can't see what I'm doing. She takes her hand and waves me off. She goes, go on to your, just go on. Go do what you're going to do. And she, and she caught up with me later, and she, she, uh, she was so cool, man. God, I love that woman. She's so cool. Anyway, he um, she pulls him off and she starts talking to him about about the situation, about what she what he was saying to me, and about how not not necessarily what, but how he was saying it. And she says, first thing she says, why did you throw him up against the locker? Why did you throw him up against the locker? He said he started to say something. She says, no, 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 that's not good enough. You don't do that to a child. You don't throw him up against the locker and start railing on him because you want something. And then she, and I, I, I turned a corner and got down the hall. I couldn't hear her anymore. You know, it's too noisy on the other end of the hall. was down there where my locker was at. It was pretty noisy. So, But, yeah, I never did ask her what she said to him because it really wasn't none of my business at that point. But what was my business was is that something going on in the inside telling me I didn't belong with a team. I'm not supposed to conform to a team. I'm not supposed to be on a team. I'm an individual. There's a reason for that. Some of us that are individuals can't work at a company, but we have our own businesses, see? 
There's a reason for that. I mean, if we didn't have these, if we didn't have people that had their own businesses, we wouldn't have any startups businesses in this country or in this world. If you want to just put it on a bigger scale, which could turn into a company, you know, you never know, or just say as an individual. But I'd run into people all the time that were just like me, and they didn't see things. I don't know why, but I guess my path, you know, it's like searching the internet. I'd go to find something, I couldn't find it, and I'd be all stirred up about it, and I couldn't find it, and I'd, I'd just talk to God like I'm talking to you guys right now, just sitting here openly talking to God. He talks to me back, so, you know, I can't, I can't not talk to him. I can't pray silently. I can't do that. I fall asleep. <laughs> so I, you know, I talk. You know, maybe I have to give a gab. I don't know, but, you know, here it is. I talk. So I talk to God just like that, you know, and, and, and I'm here for God to stay on the path I'm on. Stand up for myself. Don't allow people to push me around. It's including my parents. Who wasn't, my dad wasn't, but my mother, you know, overbearing, crazy. People aren't supposed to be controlling your life. And if we didn't have individuals doing their individual thing, we wouldn't have any sort of businesses that eventually may, may or may not turn into corporations. But either way, we can't look down on a person for choosing to go do things on their own. But yet, you can't find that really broadcasted anywhere. We're really talking about balance here. Yeah, balanced in broadcasting would be great. If they would do that and also do the other. Because they're leaving out certain individuals like me, who's an individual who does individually things better on his own than he would do on teams, with a team. You know, and okay, I, I've worked in companies. I've conformed. I've even worked in an office for a while. You know, I've done all kinds of stuff. But none of that sit well with me. But you know what sits well with me? Doing it on my own. When I did music, here's an example. Music, okay. Everybody wanted, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a hand drummer. I started off that way. Uh, I could play guitar and stuff like that, but that didn't come until, you know, a few years back, about 20 years ago. And then it just, boom, just came right out of me. You just picked up a guitar and boom, I could play it, you know. And, wow, cool. Can't play what everybody else can play. Can't play other people's music. <laughs> yeah. But I can write my own. So I write, you know, 850 songs. Put them online. They're all on YouTube too. You can go look. There is actually eight hundred. There's probably more than that there. I'm not done either. I had to take a break because everything starts sounding the same. I took a break for been off for about four years now. I'm gonna pick it up here pretty soon because I'm itching. But I must change it. I'm not gonna play acoustic as much because I can't. My left hand's all fucked up, man. My wrist is all fucked up. I can't can't play the acoustic anymore. But I can still play electric, and I like playing electric. It's I love it, man. It's wild, man. But I also can play drums now too. Just all of a sudden, it just happened. I was a hand drummer. So I get on these, I get with musicians, I'm working with them and doing stuff on, you know, playing live music out. And I got some friends that had bands that I'd come and I'd say, hey man, mind if I play? play with you? No, come on, man. You know, I'd get up there and play with them and stuff. You know, and uh, bars, whatever, wherever we played at. And uh, this one guy comes up to me, he goes, you know, you play too many beats in your rhythms. And I go, but I'm keeping rhythm and keeping time, too. And, uh, and not just keeping time, but I'm punctual with it. So the band sounds like we're tight. You know, and he, but he, he tried to get me to play the way he plays it. I just could not do it. But I found out something as I was going. I wasn't supposed to do it his way. I was supposed to do it my way. And the reason why, and there was there's a few reasons why, but I don't know the bigger picture of this, but I know what happened just right after that. I ended up in a church playing on worship teams, and all of a sudden now, I played a djembe. I had a 28-inch djembe. And it had so many sweet spots on it and so many different tones on the head. It was sweet, man. I think it was awesome. I love that djembe. And I play that boom, you know, and I can play on the worship team. I play shakers too. Shakers, I really like shakers a lot. You know, I have a lot of shakers and stuff that I, you know, things I picked up as I went. 
I'm easy. I can easily find things. If I if I if I can't find it one day, I can broadcast it. Got to talk to him about it. And so he said, "Man, I can't seem to find this stuff. I don't. I, you, I don't. Can you help me?" And the next day or the couple of days later, boom! I'll be able to find whatever I'm looking for. It'll be just right in my. Sometimes it'll be in my email. I was able to talk to scholars, biblical scholars, people that keep keep the actual Bible, the old you know the old books. You know, they will talk to some of these people over in England and over in in um, in uh, uh, over in Israel or in different places through the internet. Back when it was the World Wide Web, instead of this crazy stinking freaking here tailored search from Google, you can't find jack shit what you're looking for. You know what? I, I read like all the CIA, CIA files, some stuff like that, all this stuff. You can't find any of that crap anymore. Can't find any of it because it's all shut down. They got it locked away so that you can't get smart. You have to go and do it there because you got to conform to do it in Google's way. I hate that, man. You used to be able to surf the internet and find all kinds of stuff, man. I found good stuff. Things I was looking for. Things I needed to see and hear. Open my eyes up. Most people don't even realize what's what's actually happening. They'll hear little bits and pieces of it. They're like, oh. But then back back to normal. Normality, you know. But the abnormalities, the abnormalities, you know, you got to know some things, you know. At least some of us do. So it, it, it's great. So there's people that are cut out to do whatever, you know, just conform to the team and just do the thing. That's great for you. Don't pump it down my throat. I don't need your crap. I don't need to hear it because I'm not wired that way. And if that jack jacks you up, rubs you wrong, turn the broadcast off and go somewhere else. Go find something that you like. But if it's, you know, if it's not rubbing you wrong, it's, it's kind of pricking something. Maybe listen. Because maybe this is broadcast is for you. <laughs> Disclaimer. It isn't for everybody. This broadcast is not for children. Fuck, 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 fuck. There you go. See, it's not for children. <laughs> maybe it is. But my point is this. You know, you're an individual. So, I just, I'm doing this in a bad way. I eventually was able to carry the whole worship team. I eventually played, like one night we did 24, a couple times, we did 24-hour worship. And, um, I got to play with 12 different bands one night. Yeah, it was only like just a couple songs each, but 12 different people, 24 hours. They'd come and ask me if I'd play with them. I was like, so I was spent too. And I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll come play with them. Because I didn't want to say no because I was actually enjoying it. And I get to play with other musicians, which is a blast. So you get to do all these different kinds of music in different ways. And it's a blast. You know, if we didn't have individuality, if we did, if we had to let go of this, we'd all be playing the same thing. That's it. One person would come up with one song, and we'd all play that. Oh, we'd all play it all the time. That's all we'd hear. But, you know, you get variety and flavor, I like to call it, out of individuality. So you'll be labeled as an independent spirit, but don't give a yeah, fuck that shit. You know, you don't, you don't have to fucking, you don't have to put up that crap. You know, all they're trying to do is just chisel you down so that you conform to their image of, their idea of how you're supposed to be. Listen, I'm me, I'm an individual person, you're, you're an individual person, you we're supposed to be. We're not supposed to. I can, how can I be somebody else? I can't. I'm in my own body. I'm in my body. I'm in my body right here. People tried to shut my voice down too for years. And I used to have throat problems, sinus problems, all kinds of problems because of that. Until I started studying the chakras and, and started studying, you know, let's look into this, see if there's any validity to this. I looked at the science side of it. And boy, there's a lot of validity to it. Especially when, you know, I went down that path and wow. Started breathing, doing breathing exercises. Focusing on certain areas of my body, like my feet and my knees, my hips, 
you know, up the up the middle of my body, you know, folks in every area is a, a quadrant. I put it as like a quadrant in a little room, and I breathe into that space and breathe out of that space and do any clearing that I need to do in that space while I'm doing it. And then I'd go, I'd even use the ohm, ohm, you know, okay, so it's like, ohm. It's probably pitched a little bit different than that, but not much, but the universe is straight up. But that ohm, you know what it means? That's protection. You call it protection to strength. What do you use that? And I'll tell you what, it works. Try it when you're walking, though. <laughs> breathing and walking and ohming at the same time. That's real hard to do. I, I started getting learning more and more about controlling my breathing. You know, having controlled breath and breathing by doing that, by practicing it while I was walking. Then I started doing jogging. It's even harder, but it could be done. It just takes a bit. You have to work through it. Eventually, you get to the other side. Wow, wow, I was just doing it. Wow, that's really cool. The first time I met, was able to meditate, I did it by accident. <laughs> yeah. I just closed my eyes because they were rubbing my eyes. They were really sore. And I was sitting in my chair and I just closed my eyes. And then a few minutes later, I, I came out of the state that I was in. And I was like, I was, whoa, I was just outside my body. I was, I was sitting there looking at myself going, wow, this is wild. I'm sitting, and I pointed at myself going, I'm meditating in that chair right there. And then, bam, I snap out of it. I'm like, whoa, did that just happen? Good God, did that happen? I get on the internet to find out if there's anybody else having these experiences. I found there is. So I'm not so alone. There's one gal, she, she really helped a lot. But so I, I'm playing on this, I got to play with all these different bands. I got, ended up carrying a whole worship team for a couple of years. Period. Just carrying it without a drum kit. Just one guy on a jib bay carrying, you know, guitars and bass and singers and you know, I play harmonica too and carrying that too. You know, just all that with a jib bay. And I wouldn't listen to the mixes because we taped those things so we could hear what we were doing and see if we needed to change things or whatever. And I was like, my God, that's me. I couldn't believe I could actually do that. And I was like, holy cow, it sounds like a freaking snare drum. How's that possible? Uh, well, man, there's a lot of things impossible with spirit. <laughs> Ain't one thing is impossible. God. Let me. I like to put it this way because I don't like to speak on negative terms. Because I, I was that way for a long time, and I, I changed that. And we go into the positive terms. With God, all things are possible. Period. Straight up, man. Straight statement. With God, all things are possible. When I looked at all things up, it means anything is possible with God. Anything. Now my mind went. Wow. When I read that, does yours? I hope it does because that really is the point where you, you, we need to be is in a place where we're going, wow, we're blown away so that we look, we take our gaze off the very thing that's in front of us and we look to the side over here at something else and all of a sudden we catch what's going on in our peripheral and we go, oh, that's how it works. You know? Spiritual life, baby. Get it open. Use it. You have it. If you're having a problem with it, do your breathing exercises. Control breathing. I'm not going to wrap this up in 20 minutes, obviously, so I'm going to go into a couple of other things and we'll wrap it up. Okay, so team sports. Okay, football. I love football. I love playing out here in the, in the, in the field right out in front of my house. is not a field anymore. But right out in front of my house, there was a field. We'd go out there and we'd play. We didn't have to conform to a to a freaking, uh, you know, what they call it, uh, a route. You know, we didn't have, like, these plans with a route and all that. So we'd just go plant it up in the dirt. We'd get out there and we'd do it. Me, I love playing defense. But back then, we were playing both offense and defense. Team. But when I was on a team, I loved playing defense. Coach wanted me to play offense, wanted me to play a guard or, or a tackle or something. I was like, I'm a short guy. Yeah, sure, when I was a little kid, I was husky, but I'm not anymore. I wasn't when I grew into I was rather I was skinny or thin anyway. But I'm a short guy. I don't belong on the line. 
not especially when I can crawl under those guys' legs and grab the quarterback and knock that son of a bitch down to the ground, take or take the ball from him and run it in for a touchdown, or at least get down the field with it. Most of the safeties, there's only a couple I couldn't outrun. I'm not that fast, but well, I could move like a running back sometimes, just you know, spinning off or or a freaking. Or an end, or whatever you know, tight end, or whatever. You know, I could run. I could. I could move. I got bad moves. I could use my legs. I could use my body. I could flip around and do all kinds of stuff. So, went on the team, and I said, finally, I talked to coach and put me on defense. They want me to be on the line, guys. Don't do that, please. Just, just give me a chance. Put me a halfback. Just put me in a halfback. Put just put me in at one of the backs. But you're too small to be a back. I'm not too small to be on the line. But you am too small to be a back? I said, the backs are smaller than the linemen are. Come on, coach. Put me on the freaking, put, put me in a back position on defense. So he did. I didn't let him down either. I played the ball. Really, I played the quarterback because I was trying to sack the quarterback. And I sacked, I kept sacking him. One game, shut him out because I sacked him so many damn times. He, they couldn't do anything. Every time they, they double team me, they triple team me. Still couldn't freaking stop me from sacking that quarterback. I'd find a way, because I'd find my own way. I'd look with my own eyes as an individual. While I'm in the motion, I can see things happening that I need. I should be doing so that it works out. Because sometimes, some of us need to come in there and support other people in a way that we can actually work it out on our own terms. Because that's how we work. That's how we function. Don't try to cram your... You know, your... your, 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 your get on team. Get on team. You know, and... You know, cram that down my throat. Let me float with it. My own way. Let me go with my own flow. Because we're supposed to be going with the flow. Not the flow of everybody else's ideas. You're an individual. You're inside of a body. If this is ringing on with you, believe me, you're in good company here. Because I'll tell you what, I, I even as a team player, because I, I can do that too, but I'm not very good at it, but I can do it. Even as a team player, I still find some a way to make it better. My job or whatever I was doing. Still find a way to make it better. I could, I could better it. Always, always better it. I'd be doing something a certain way. Then I take that idea as a, as a, as a, as a format to, or the, or as a template, just to look what, just to get me going. And then I, I start looking for a better way to do it while I'm working. I do that on my feet. Do it fast. And, and it's just how I'm wired. Don't do real well with that, but see if if I if if, if there's individuals, if everybody is doing the same thing the same way and doing it, we're never gonna have any flavor. You don't want to have all these individual bands. They come up with individual music, doing it their own way, making it sound good, and we love it. And we go, whoa, my that song was all oh, that bad rocks, man. I need to buy that album. That, holy cow, they rock, man. I just, wow. We're gonna have all these different kind of restaurants. We're gonna have one thing one way, but it ain't life. Isn't that way? Haven't you guys noticed that there's like, check God out, okay? Order, right? So our idea of order is to take all the trees and put them, all the ferns in one, and then all the trees, and then all the, you know, you have, so you have oaks over here, you have freaking maples over here, you have elms over here, you have, and we're all in little groups, right? That's the way we're trained. But you know what God does? He throws it all together. All, go out in the forest, man. <laughs> Just look around. I mean, even in my own city, there's like I live in the city of trees, by the way. Boise, La Bois. It means the trees. When Lewis and Clark came up over the valley back out here on the Oregon Trail, they, they stopped and they went, look, the trees. That's because when you stand up there on the valley, where they, uh, up on the plateau where they were at, and you look, all you see is trees. 
I mean, you see buildings now, too. But it's just a huge, giant, huge wooded forest here, you know. That we build a city inside of her. They did, anyway. Some of my ancestors. Moved in this valley back, way back, man, pioneer days. Back in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. That's the thing, though. So this whole thing about, you know, if, you, if you're sitting there and, this, and you're watching TV or something and you just keep hearing this team, 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 and it's driving you wrong, but you, and you feel upset about it because you want to be part of the team, but you, you, you just don't fit, that's okay. You're not alone for one thing. Just know this, you're not alone. And believe me, I'm, I, I, even as of myself, as an individual, I even when I was on team, I'm still your biggest cheerleader. I'll still, I'll, I'll help you understand if you need it, you know, I'll, I'll be there right there to, to, to hold you up and support you if you need. I'll be, I'll have your back. That's just the way I'm wired. I know there's not a lot of people that are like that, but there are some of us that are. And yeah, we give it our all. I give it my all, but I just couldn't quite do it. But if I did it my way, well, my way is pretty much just, you know, I have friends. I'm a very friendly person. I like people. I like to talk to people. I'll talk to you in, in the line. If I don't even know you, I'll start talking to you. You know, because I like people. I like talking. I like having conversations. I like to get to know where people live at and what it's like there. You know, I like that. So, like, if you call me on the phone, you know, or you're like a telemarketer or something, you call me on the phone. I'll be talking to you about, hey, so how's it? How's the weather where you at? What's it like living there? You know, I'll just start start start, start a conversation. You know, um, and I do that all the time. I don't know if it's because I'm from Idaho or not, because <laughs> you hear that sometimes. Well, them damn Idaho people, they drive like. You go up there in Idaho and they're driving 80 miles an hour everywhere you go. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> 80 miles an hour, and boy, you talk to them on the phone, they're like, having a couple, well, how's your mother and father doing? They don't even know you. How's your mother and father doing? You know, I, it's just, I don't know if it's better that or what, but I'm wired this way. But I'll tell you what, I'm uncomfortable doing these other things. And it's okay because I do these things that are uncomfortable. But you want to know something? There was a reason why that was um, that uncomfortable going on inside. It's not so that I would conform, it's so that I would step away from the norm and f- and do that thing that I've seen within that's a different, and maybe the very same thing they're doing, but a different way of doing it. Because I'm supposed to be that way. I'm not supposed to be dogged for it, or chewed out for it. No, I just want to freaking do things the way I see it because... I'm wired that way. Now, I was watching TV this morning, and I was checking out. I have some stuff, you know, saved. Uh, DVR, dish, t- dish satellite. I got a DVR, some things saved. In it. And I, I love, you know, car stuff. And, and um, oh, man, I love car stuff, cars and trucks and stuff. Man, there's some guys building. I, I'll tell you what, this, this is the time to be you know, rest of mods and stuff. Because you know, these guys, man, they're doing like Dave Dingig. You know, oh, did I say that right? Kindig. Kindig, that's it, Kindig. Boy, man, boy, he makes some stuff look good. And these guys down in Texas Metal, oh, man, man, there's some good shows. Steve Darnell, guys, I may or may not know who he is, but his Vegas Rat Rods. Man, I love those Rat Rods, man. I had a couple Rat Bikes, and I loved them. But this guy's like way out there, and I love it. Man, his designs, what he does is he goes, but he's making it up as he goes. And that's how I am. I'm wired that way. And so I could really sit well with him in, in the aspect of, 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 you know, watching his show and really digging on it and watching what he produces and stuff, but it's really inspired me a lot just to listen to him. And he's the same way I am. 
I'm sitting listening to one of his programs this morning, and I was like, yeah, that I had recorded, and uh, I'm like, I'm going to listen to him. I'm listening to him talking about just, you know, being not, not being able to conform and just sing that. And I was like, man, this guy, he's, you know, I wonder how many other people there are out there like that. That's what got me thinking about this broadcast today, because I was going to talk about something else. I don't even remember what I was going to talk about. Probably dreams or something. I, I do got some things I want to talk about around dreams. Like I, like, I didn't finish this one part of the dream. I started talking about the dragon dream. The one I was going to talk about was this one where um, I've had quite a few of these dreams where God actually speaks to me in the dream, does stuff with me, and shows me things, you know? Picked me up by his hand. His hand was a cloud, held me up in the sky. I was floating. <laughs> then talked to me, then set me on. And, you know, I'll go into that later. That's a pretty, uh, pretty lengthy. Well, that's not a real lengthy, but, it's, but he talks to me. He shows me things. He's wanting me to see stuff, you know? So he'll teach me from dreams. He'll teach me. If you're open to it, he'll teach you from dreams. He's teaching you anyway. You just got to be open to it. Just go to him and ask him, what is it you want me to get out of this? So I was really stirred up right before I, I woke up. And I was stirred up. I was already heading in that direction. On this direction where I'm right now. I was right out, and I was feeling rotten about myself. Rotten. I was carrying this around for years. I felt like crap because I just couldn't do things everybody else's way. And I got beat up a lot for it. You know, beat down, I should say. Or I just got beat up one time for it. That was before I learned how to fight. That, I mean, and, you know, it's like, you can't carry that around all the time. You know, you're going to suck more of that into your life if you do. I guess it's a little bit about this, too. Whatever you're thinking about, how things are, stuff like that, you need to let that go. Because things change every day. Every day is not the same. And it's not even really every day. It's only one day. Don't we Don't we say, oh yeah, tomorrow will be, but when we wake up, it's still today. We still call it today. I'm I'm here today, yay. We have memories of the past, but some of those memories can trip us up pretty bad. Let's say, hack those away. Don't walk around with shame and guilt on your heart because that, that'll attract more of that experience in your life. You want to walk around with, with, with a, a free heart, content, at peace, full of joy, bliss, and happiness, so that you have a better life. You'll attract more of that into your life when you do. Think that you're rich already, even if you're poor. Because when you think that you're rich and you, and you feel that way, you need to generate that feeling. That feeling is important. Don't let anybody tell you feelings aren't important because they are. We wouldn't have them if they weren't important. You feel hot and cold, there's a reason. If you get, put your hand in the fire and it feels hot, and you don't do anything about it, you got to burn your freaking hand up, man. The pain is there for a reason. Is there to help us to understand? Don't go this way, or maybe you need to endure that a little bit. You know, my hands. I was a cook for like ten years, so I could stick my finger in boiling water, not not not, not bother me. I pull eggs out by my hands. I freaking, you know, when I'm cooking sausage or something like that on on the on the uh, on the burner or on the grill, I you know, if it's my own, I'll flip it over with my fingers because I don't like you know try to try to flip sausage over when it's stuck to the bottom of the pan. It don't work, but it doesn't burn my fingers. But I can burn them. I've done that before too. But it doesn't hurt them. It doesn't burn. I mean, I withstand a lot of a lot of you know heat. Uh, we have these metal plates out here because we got this uh, out here on the driveway, at the end of the driveway, because we got this uh, these kind of curved uh, gutters. You know, not normal gutters, not squared off. They're curved. You know, if you know what I mean. Um, so anyway, um, our neighborhood makes some metal plates for his. He made some for. He gave us a couple that he made for ours. So I put these metal plates out there, right? <laughs> you know. But he's got about five houses on this block to cut metal plates to. <laughs> brother, I was looking at that the other day. I go, man, he really expanded here with that one. You know, he's a welder and shit. And he's pretty good. At it. He's really good. He's, a, he's an awesome dude, man. Actually, all my neighbors are really cool. 
Thank God for that, man. Whew, thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. I had some neighbors that weren't cool for a long time, so I got cool neighbors. Prayed for them, but they came. Thank God for that. Anyway, so and these metal plates out here, back when we had the El Nina weather patterns going on, it got really freaking hot there towards the end of it before. And that's for another time. I had a conversation with my mother about that, and God's flipped him. Just to prove a point to her. Now, I didn't do it. He did it. To prove a point to her, but he, he was proving my point to her. And that was is that these weather patterns are true, and God can do anything at any time. Period. Through anybody. Most people go, oh, you can do that through you. You're just this oh, little hippie guy. I don't, have, I don't look like a hippie anymore, but I'm, I'm a hippie. I had long hair, cleared out of my ass at it for a long, you know, lot of years. Uh, hung around, you know, hippies, loved, loved doing hippie stuff, you know. It was really cool. I had a good time. But I'm not really a hippie, though. My name is Daniel. I'm on this earth. I'm an individual. Who knows what the hell I am? <laughs> God does. We're all looking for identity anyway, or a place to fit. Why are we here? What are we going to do when, we're, when it's over? Is there an afterlife? And in the afterlife, what are we going to do there? You know, why do we need treasures in heaven? To store treasures in heaven when heaven's a treasurely place. When there's all this riches in there, why do we need to store riches? Who knows? But Jesus said do it, so we do it. There's a reason. We may not know the answer yet, but we will someday. And we still got to find our place. What would, so we can settle in. So we have a, have a life that's abundant. So we can have an abundant life. You have an abundant life. You have something to give to people that don't have an abundant life to help them to have an abundant life. Because there's a deficit. There's, there's things going on there in people's lives. And some people are living on the streets. You know, they were talking on the news the other day about shutting off the freaking power and the water. During a freaking stupid pandemic that we didn't cause, they want to shut the power off to 80 million people here in America. Fucking idiots. It's because some asshole that owns the freaking country, uh, not country, owns a freaking um, business at the top. Well, I have my shareholder. We're not making any money. We're going to have to shut the power and the water off. So for what? You're going to penalize the people for getting a freaking virus that they didn't cause? They lost their jobs that they didn't freaking, they didn't cause that? And you're going to penalize them on top of it? Going to stink and cut their water off? We need water to live, you dumb asses. Not you guys, but I'm talking about these. If, if these freaking guys that own these freaking utilities places and stuff, at the top, there's somebody owns it at the top. You're going to hit the top guy, and that's probably where the freaking issue's coming from. That's fucked up, man. Unpatriotic and unfreaking human. It's like saying, oh, you can't go to the grocery store anymore because you smell weird. So you got, you're banned from all this. And you're like, what do, I, what do you mean I smell weird? Everybody else tells me I don't. But that one guy, you just rub him just a little bit wrong or something, you know, or whatever. He's all over your case and wanting to beat you down, freaking starve you out and throw you off the planet. You don't deserve to be on the planet. Get off. Like we could do that. Jackasses anyway. That just burns by it. Just right me the wrong way the other day when I heard that on the news. I was like, these fucking, I was so pissed off. I came in here and freaking slammed a bunch of stuff around. Went outside freaking took a stick and beat the gate with it. I was so damn mad. I wanted to beat the crap out of them sons of bitches. And if you're listening to this and you own one of those utilities and you're going to shut people off, you're a fucking douche, man. And if you don't like it, come to my house. We'll, we'll duke it out right out here in the front yard. I don't care. I don't care how big you are, who you are. I don't give a shit. We'll do it like they used to do in the old days. Not the days of the gun, when they had the gun, but before that. When they only had their fists and their feet, and that's it. And their head, and their whatever else. Knee, elbows, whatever. Now, I'll, I'll give you a heads up, too. I throw everything. 
You get me pinned down, I'll bite the fucking shit out of you to get out of that. Because it ain't no game. It's not play. But see, I'm different. And some of you guys can relate to this. Some of you can't. That's okay. Some of you people can relate to you can relate to this. That you're different. You're supposed to be. Maybe you're supposed to start a business. See, I started thinking that way. I said, well, maybe I should my own business. I do create my own artwork. I got a bunch of really cool art. I mean, I like it. I got posters with my own artwork on my wall. I'm going, ah, I really like it. I end up giving them away. Except for this one. I'm never, but I can. I have I have them all on disc. I, can, I got them all at Walgreens, too. And I make posters out of them. They look really cool. And people like come over there like, wow. I'm like, oh, here you go. You like that so much. Here you go. I'll give it away. I don't care because I know that it's not about keeping things. It's about actually giving your life. You're giving your life away. It's going to make a difference. You start a business. You're going to create a space where people can come to get things that they couldn't get anywhere else, you know, so to speak. Or maybe they can get some of those things there. Maybe they'll get it at a better price at your website. Or maybe they'll get it at a better price at your store. Or maybe they'll just get that feeling of satisfaction when they walk in there and somebody actually treats them like they're a king. Don't rail on people because they uh, they can't conform to team sports or something like that or whatever. Don't rail on them. Find a way to help them find what they're looking for because somebody did that for you. And if they didn't, nobody ever did that. And you found it on your own. Hey, that's great. You got strength that most of us don't have. But don't beat a person down because they can't conform. Try to break. You know, it's like taking a. You know, you know those little toys that we had when we were kids, little Fisher Price toys, and you got this, you got the blocks, and the, and and it's a block thing, and you got this little, this little freaking uh, uh, tray thing, you know, and you try to put the block in the, you, you, the triangle goes in the triangle, the square goes in the square, the round one goes in the round one, right? You know. Well, if the square, it was some of us, like I was trying to put the square in the round one when I was a little kid a couple times, you know, don't go by there and grab a hammer, smash that thing in there for the kid. You can't do that. You can't beat a person into a position so that you're satisfied because that's wrong. It's actually witchcraft. Yeah, I know. It is. It's witchcraft. The basic, most basic, the base of witchcraft is control. When you control another individual, narcissism, that's a huge area of witchcraft right there. People don't even realize it's what it is, but that's what it is. It's what it is. Let them go in your heart and let them be the individual and encourage that. Help them find that space they're looking for. Help them find what they're looking for because they're looking for something. Because they don't fit anywhere else, they're going to definitely be looking for something. Help them. Don't hurt them. Don't beat them. Lift them up. Be an encourager. Don't be a discourager. Don't be toxic. You don't need to be. There's too much damn toxic crap on this planet already, man. Just go to Yellowstone. Check that place out. Freaking, you can't even touch some of that stuff. It's like, you can't touch any of it, actually. Some of it's acid coming out of the earth. I know, I want to spend some time with Yellowstone, I get it. And then, okay, I got something for you guys, and I'm going to wrap it up. Guys, if you're having prostate problems and you can't pee, take zinc. You need zinc, you're zinc deficient. You take zinc, take as much as you need to, so you can piss. Also, you can develop an inner inner dialogue with yourself. Okay, I do this. This is what I do. If I can't piss, I go, Upper Mesa Falls. But I say it with my breath. Upper Mesa Falls. I say it with my breath. As I'm breathing out, I go, Upper Mesa Falls. And I let it get in my belly and I drop on my belly. And it triggers triggers down there and I can piss. If I say it enough, I can really piss. But I also take zinc too. And sometimes the zinc don't work, so you got to trigger it somehow. 
to get it to go. If you can't piss, take zinc and, and develop a way to help you pee that's, that's not going to hurt you, you know, because you got to piss, man, if your platter's full, right? I know this, that, that, that's just a little small little skip it right there, but take freaking zinc because zinc will help you. Zinc is what you're deficient of. If, you, if you're prostate swollen, you need to take some zinc. It'll unswell it. It'll calm it down. So you can at least piss. Even if I, I was taking pee pills too. I'm still having an issue. Upper Mesa Falls. Okay, the Upper Mesa Falls is in the Yellow, it's on the Yellowstone River. Have you ever been standing next to Upper Mesa Falls? You go, oh my God! You'll say, I used to turn the water on. That, that worked for a while, and then I went to Lake. I get a vision of Lake Lake Lowell because it's like huge, until it dried up during the El Nino. It dried up, and I was like, you know, almost almost gone. It was almost gone before, you know, the El Nino came. I'm talking about the weather pattern. When the El Nino came, I started, you know, you know I to get water there. California was getting, getting almost in a drought. You know, they were in a drought. Somebody's like, oh, we're gonna be down thirty years. Oh my God! And I was like, no, I'll go into that later. <laughs> That, that's a whole other story, but, but here's the thing, though. So you get this idea, you turn the water on somebody, you get an idea in your mind, you use your mind, you try to use some, some visual stuff, you know, to help you out or whatever, so you can piss. Just like so you can piss, it's just a regular thing. You got to do it every day. You got to do it probably a bunch of times. Hopper Mesa Falls. You stand next to that falls, and it's like, I mean, intense. You know, it's like 30 or 40 feet at the arch. The water is from the top of the arch to, to the to the the bottom of the you know the the uh, the river as it's coming down and going over the fall right there to the rock edge, it's like 40, I think it's like fifty feet, but it's so much water it's intense. And I mean, I was like, I stood next to it, so I know, and I remembered it, and I oh yeah, the memory of oh I could use that one, so I use that one, you know, and then you, you get you say it and breathe it out, breathe it out, you say it with your breath, and I tell you what, it works every time. Every single time. Um, I found there's more stuff going on with our bodies that we can actually help. You know, if we got, get either our mind and our heart, there's ways to actually do things with your body that can actually help you. You know, um, bladder. Okay, so I'm thinking about my bladder, and I could feel when I'd say it, I'd I, I think, okay, you piss it. I, I could feel a certain, I could, the quadrants of our bladder. Like, uh, to me, it's like, uh, like a, uh, guitar strings or like a harp. Harp has strings. And you pull in the right one, and you got to piss. Okay? So I hit it. And I think about that as I'm saying Upper Mesa Falls. And I, and I find the one right in that spot where it's, it's like a sweet spot. And psh, oh, thank God I found it. You know? And I started noticing there's a lot of things in, about our body that we can actually tune in on and, and help. You know? We're talking about awareness in this point. Now we're going to wrap it up here in a second. Be aware... You don't want to screw yourself up. You can walk around screwing everybody else up too. If you don't love yourself first, you're not going to be able to love everybody. Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, yourself is included in that. Well, I thought he wanted us to kill ourselves. No. He says, die to self. Yeah, he's talking about selfishness. Those, those, he's talking about our fleshly areas where we're where we would edge God out, edge other people out, and we put ourselves first and then blah, blah. You don't have to do that. You don't have to put yourself first. No, but you do need to love yourself. Because if you don't, you're, you're part of the mix, too. If you love yourself, you love everybody else. If you don't, you won't love everybody else. I was just placing straight-up common sense anyway, but it's a fact. Now, you'll have love for them, but you won't treat them right. Somewhere along the line, you just won't treat them right. But if you love yourself, you'll realize 
I'm good. I, I'm good with myself. I, I, I'm cool with myself now. That's okay. I, I, I do love myself. You mean I don't have to hate myself? No, you're not supposed to. Why, why does it say in the Bible? You know, there's some that will hate their day of birth. It talks about that in the Old Testament. And it's not supposed to be that way. It's because we've been taught wrong. You do need to love yourself. You can't love other people as yourself if you don't love yourself. And you know what he's talking about when he says that? He's talking about taking care of yourself. You know, he says, a man will get up and take a shower. I'm just I'm paraphrasing and, and, and giving, you, I, giving you more. But a man will take care of himself. He'll wash himself and take care of himself. He'll, he'll comb his hair, you know, brush his teeth, you know, things like that. Make sure he's got shoes so he's going to walk outside. Not standing out here in these, these hot metal things out here and I'd meditate on them. I'd sit there. I was able to stand there for one minute in, in 100 degree weather. But when I first did it, it was only a second. Those metal plates I was talking about earlier. But I would go out there and breathe and meditate and breathe and meditate and breathe and meditate. And I finally got to the point where I could stand on for one, I managed to make one minute. Walk through fire a few times, no problem. Walk on hot coals a few times, no problem. But before that, I was having issues. Something needed to change. I was trying to push for a change. Well, I'll tell you what, it brought me to an awakening. All those steps did. You got to be that individual. You got to get away from the crowd sometimes. Sometimes, some some of you, it doesn't. This isn't driving with you. That's fine. Go beat the team guy. Don't be the individual guy. That's great. That's going great for you. But don't shove it down our throats. Don't shove your idea of the way it's supposed to be down our throats because it ain't supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be the way we are. We're not supposed to be trying to conform everybody to our idea of life. Some of us see things from a different angle, and we're supposed to. Don't harp on us. Encourage us, support us, but don't harp on us. And if you can't find a way to support or encourage, just be quiet. Stand around and stand and watch. Because keep you watch, that's what's going to open your eyes up. This is Reverend at DDT. <laughs> and I'm out. Y'all have a great day. Reverend DDT. Universal Broadcast. Yeehaw! <laughs> Later. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Rev DDT, just kicking back here in my chair, my bedroom, just kicking back, watching a little TV this morning. I uh, uh, didn't sleep real well last night, but I did sleep a little bit, so if I sound tired, it's because, yeah, well, I'm damn tired, I <laughs> know. Anyway, um, some stuff stirred on my heart today, and, um, you know, because I watch TV, like most of us do, you know, those of you that don't watch TV, well, you may uh, hear some of this stuff too. Um, but I watch TV, I don't watch the programs, and it'll run commercials, and, and they'll be, like, pumping things, like, uh, you know, we pumping things in our face, like, um, family's the most important thing. Uh, not true, God's the most important thing. Um, family's in there, too, but, um, and then, or they'll be pumping, teams, team this, team that, you know, blah, 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 gotta be on a team, blah, 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 blah. I've been hearing that most, most of my life. That's what actually got me stirred up this morning, was, um, I was, I was thinking about doing a different podcast, but, uh, this is on my heart. It's been on my heart for a while. I'm not going to rant or rave about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about individuality, team sports versus non-team sports, like, uh, you know, individual sports, like, uh, or whatever, you know, like, say, uh, kung fu, you know, individual, or um, boxing, individual, you know. Um, there's a lot of us on this earth that are, um, that are geared towards team stuff. That's great and everything. They fit in the slot. They're able to do their thing uh, on the team be a team player, work with a team, and it jives with them, and it goes real well. But then there's some of us that are just not wired that way. 
You know, you go to church, you'll hear all about this independence, especially if you're Pentecostal or charismatic around them kind of people. You hear a lot of oh, it's an independent spirit. You know, you'd be told you have an independent spirit. They'll be trying to cast devil out of independent spirit out of you or whatever. It's fucking ludicrous crap. It's not right. They're not really seeing that there are individuals on this earth that don't conform to team sports, don't conform to team things, because we're not supposed to. We're not wired that way. We're just not wired that way. We see things from a different angle. It's great if you see if you, you can get on a team and, and fit with a team and do everything and 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 feel satisfied there and, and and find your place and all that and that's great. I never did find my place on a team. Every time I got on a team, it was like, okay, well, let's take wrestling for example. I was wrestling since I was a little kid. I hated it. Couldn't stand it. Wanted to do martial arts and boxing, um, stuff like that. But um, hey, uh, you know, I had one of those overbearing parents that said, "No, you're not going to fight." Blah blah blah. Oh, you can wrestle then. As far as that goes, you know. So I got forced in that. I hated that having some sweaty kid or sweaty man or somewhere you know, just crawling all over you. Just, oh, it's just gross. I just don't like it. It's not that way. But here's what really got me when I when I finally quit wrestling. I, I took off my my wrestling shirt that I had on. <laughs> And um, I threw it on the ground and said, I'm done with this crap. Coach chased me down the hallway. This is in eighth grade. Coach chased me down the hallway, grabbed me, tried to rebuke me over it. Thank God my aunt was a teacher there and was on the same floor I was on. I was walking towards towards my locker, and uh, he grabbed me and threw me up against the locker right outside her her uh, schoolroom door, you know, basically whatever you call it, classroom door. And she could hear, she knew it was me because she could hear me. And I was saying, I just don't like letting everybody down. Because like, I'd lose matches, you know. I wasn't a very good wrestler. Didn't like it anyway, but I tried. I really did. I tried. I tried. I really tried hard at everything I did. I freaking give it 110% every damn time. But I didn't. wasn't able to actually fit in the slot they wanted me to fit in. Got a few examples of this, but I'll give you one more here in a minute. Or a second or two. Or whenever. <laughs> The um, coach grabs me, throws me up, gets the locker, and starts rebuking me for, you know, walking off the team. You're letting the team down by walking off. And I go, I'm letting the team down by wrestling, you idiot. I didn't call him an idiot, but I was thinking that. Actually, I was thinking worse than that. I was going to call him a dumb fucking idiot. Dumb fucking stupid idiot. You know, you fucking head up your ass. You know, all you want, all you care about is team, 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 but you don't care about individuals. You only care about your record, your this or that, you know, you don't care about individuals. So you get, you know, you start overlooking these individuals. There are people on this earth that do not conform to team stuff they're not supposed to. We're not wired that way. For a long time, I've struggled with this really hard. I'd beat the crap out of myself over it, you know. Ah, why can't I just do, uh, can I be on team? Why can't I just, like, well, what's wrong with me, you know? You know, the band The Misfits? Yeah, well, they came out, you know, well, I was alive when they came out. You know, and, um. I was I was could could relate I could really relate to their music too much I like their music don't get me wrong but I liked other stuff too better than that you know I liked other stuff uh, not that the bands were better but I liked it more so I liked it more so um, other types of music and stuff but um there's a the misfits thing I'd see the misfits on somebody's jacket or something I'd be like yeah that's how I feel misfit trying to like you know plug into places that people think I should plug into and they're, they're Believe me, some of them are so dear-hearted. They're just trying to help. They're trying to help you find your place in life, you know, and stuff. And that's all great and everything. But when they do it so to the point where they're they're so overbearing that you you're missing something. You know, you're missing something on the inside over that. And you're going like, this just isn't one jiving with me. And you get ra- railed on all the time for it. I always call it railed on or dogged on. You get dogged on for it, you know. And um, 
and you, and you go like you guys are missing it, but you can't explain to them what's going on on the inside of you. You can't explain to them you don't fit with this. You're not supposed to, and you don't even really know that. You're just trying to trying to make your way in life. Seems like everybody's getting out of case from here. Teacher all the way down to best girlfriend. You say have them all the time, Brownsville Station. <laughs> Smoking in the boys room. No, anyway, um, so he grabs me, throws me against the locker, and, and he's and he's railing me for freaking quitting the team and blah 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 blah. My aunt comes out. Aunt Ramona, she comes out of her out of her, out of her freaking room. I didn't even realize I was right next to her room, right next to her classroom. She comes out. And she goes, she goes, Mister Young, that was his name. This is a South Junior High in Boise, Idaho. I was in eighth grade. She goes, Mr. Young, can I have a kind of word with you, please? And he says, I'm, I'm busy right now. She goes, please, allow me this moment to have a word with you. And he goes, okay. He goes, you wait right here. And when I, she turned around, my aunt goes like this. <laughs> she, like, takes her, oh, you can't see what I'm doing. She takes her hand and waves me off. She goes, go on to your, go on. Go do what you're going to do. And she, she caught up with me later, and she, she, uh, she was so cool, man. God, I love that woman. She's so cool. Anyway, he, um, she pulls him off and she starts talking to him about, about the situation, about what she, what he was saying to me, and about how, not, not necessarily what, but how he was saying it. And she says, first thing she says, why'd you throw him up against a locker? Why did you throw him up against a locker? He said, he started to say something. She says, no, 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 that's not good enough. You don't do that to a child. You don't throw him up against the locker and start railing on him because you want something. And then she, and I, I, I turned a corner and got down the hall. I couldn't hear her anymore. You know, it's too noisy on the other end of the hall. It was down there where my locker was at. It was pretty noisy. So, But yeah, I never did ask her what she said to him because it really wasn't none of my business at that point. But what was my business was is that something going on in the inside telling me I didn't belong with a team. I'm not supposed to conform to a team. I'm not supposed to be on a team. I'm an individual. There's a reason for that. Some of us that are individuals can't work in a company, but we have our own businesses. See, there's a reason for that. I mean, if we didn't have these, if we didn't have people that had their own businesses, we wouldn't have any startups businesses in this country or in this world. If you want to just put it on a bigger scale, which could turn into a company, you know, you never know, or just stay as an individual. But I'd run into people all the time that were just like me, and they didn't see things. I don't know why, but I guess my path. You know, it's like searching the internet. I'd go to find something, I couldn't find it, and I'd be all stirred up about it, and I couldn't find it, and I'd, I'd just talk to God like I'm talking to you guys right now, just sit here, openly talk to God. He talks to me back, so, you know. I can't I can't not talk to him. I can't pray silently. I can't do that. I fall asleep. <laughs> so I, you know, I talk. You know, maybe I have to give a gab. I don't know, but, you know, here it is. I talk. So I talk to God just like that, you know, and, and, and I'm here for God. To stay on the path I'm on. Stand up for myself. Don't allow people to push me around. It's including my parents. Who wasn't, my dad wasn't, but my mother, you know, overbearing, crazy. People aren't supposed to be controlling your life. And if we didn't have individuals doing their individual thing, we wouldn't have any startup businesses that eventually may, may or may not turn into corporations. But either way, we can't look down on a person for choosing to go do things on their own. But yet, you can't find that really broadcasted anywhere. We're really talking about balance here. Yeah, balanced in broadcasting would be great. If they would do that and also do the other. Because they're leaving out certain individuals like me, who's an individual who does individually things better on his own than he would do on teams, with a team. 
you know, and okay, I, I've worked in companies, I've conformed, I've worked, even worked in an office for a while, you know, I've done all kinds of stuff. But none of that sit well with me. But you know what sits well with me? Doing it on my own. When I did music, here's an example, music, okay? Everybody wanted, okay, say, I'm, I'm, I'm a hand drummer, I started off that way. Uh, I could play guitar and stuff like that, but that didn't come until, you know, a few years back, about 20 years ago, and then it just, boom, just came right out of me, just picked up a guitar and boom, I could play it, you know, and well, cool. Can't play what everybody else can play. Can't play other people's music. <laughs> yeah. But I can write my own. So I write, you know, 850 songs. Put them online. They're all on YouTube, too. You can go look. There is actually 800. There's probably more than that there. And I'm not done, either. I had to take a break, because everything starts sounding the same. I took a break for... Been off for about four years now. I'm going to pick it up here pretty soon, because I'm itching. But I must change it. I'm not going to play acoustic as much, because I can't... My left hand's all fucked up, man. My wrist is all fucked up. I can't, can't play the acoustic anymore, but I can still play electric. And I like playing electric. It's, I love it, man. It's wild, man. But I also can play drums now, too. Just all of a sudden, it just happened. I was a hand drummer. So I get on these, I get with musicians. I'm working with them and doing stuff on, you know, playing live music out. I got some friends that had bands. They'd, I'd come and I'd say, hey, man, mind if I play? play with you? No, come on, man. You know, I'd get up there and play with them and stuff. You know, and uh, bars, whatever, wherever we played at. And uh, this one guy comes up to me, he goes, you know, you play too many beats in your rhythms. And I go, but I'm keeping rhythm and keeping time, too. And uh, and not just keeping time, but I'm punctual with it. So the band sounds like we're tight, you know. And he, But he, he tried to get me to play the way he plays it. I just could not do it. But I found out something as I was going. I wasn't supposed to do it his way. I was supposed to do it my way. And the reason why, and there was there's a few reasons why, but I don't know the bigger picture of this, but I know what happened just right after that. I ended up in a church playing on worship teams, and all of a sudden now, I played a djembe. I had a 28-inch djembe, and it had so many sweet spots on it and so many different tones on the head. It was sweet, man. That thing was awesome. I love that djembe. And I played that, boom, 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 boom. You know, and I could play on the worship team. I play shakers, too. Shakers, I really like shakers a lot. You know, I have a lot of shakers and stuff that I, you know, things I picked up as I went. I'm easy. I can easily find things if I if I if I can't find it one day, I can broadcast it. Got talking to him about it, and so he's like, "Man, I can't seem to find this stuff. I don't. I, I don't. Can you help me?" And the next day or the couple of days later, boom, I'll be able to find whatever I'm looking for. It'll be just right in my. Sometimes it'll be in my email. I was able to talk to scholars, biblical scholars, people that keep keep the actual Bible, the old you know the old books. You know, they will talk to some of these people over in England and over in, in, um, in, uh, uh, over in Israel or in different places through the internet back when it was the World Wide Web instead of this crazy, stinking, freaking here tailored search from Google. You can't find jack shit what you're looking for. You know what? I, I read like all the CIA, CIA files, some stuff like that, all this stuff. You can't find any of that crap anymore. You can't find any of it because it's all shut down. They got it locked away so that you can't get smart. You have to go and do it there because you got to conform to do it in Google's way. I hate that, man. You used to be able to surf the internet and find all kinds of stuff, man. I found good stuff. Things I was looking for. Things I needed to see and hear. Open my eyes up. Most people don't even realize what's what's actually happening. They'll hear little bits and pieces of it. They're like, oh. But then back back to normal. Normality, you know. But the abnormality... The abnormalities, you know... You got to know some things, you know. At least some of us do. So it, it, it's great. So there's people that are cut out to do whatever, you know, just conform to the team and just do the thing. That's great for you. Don't pump it down my throat. I don't need your crap. I don't need to hear it because I'm not wired that way. And if that jack, jacks you up, 
rubs you wrong, turn the broadcast off and go somewhere else. Go find something that you like. But if it's, you know, if it's not rubbing you wrong, it's, it's kind of pricking something. Maybe listen. Because maybe this is, broadcast is for you. <laughs> A disclaimer. It isn't for everybody. This broadcast is not for children. Fuck, 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 fuck. There you go. See, it's not for children. <laughs> or maybe it is. But my point is this. You know, you're an individual. So, I just, I'm doing this in a way. I eventually was able to carry the whole worship team. I eventually played, like one night we did 24, a couple times, we did 24-hour worship. And um, I got to play with 12 different bands one night. Yeah, it was only like just a couple songs each, but 12 different people, 24 hours. They'd come and ask me if I'd play with them. I was like, so I was spent too. And I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll come play with them. Because I didn't want to say no because I was actually enjoying it. And I get to play with other musicians, which is a blast. So you get to do all these different kinds of music at different ways, and it's a blast. You know, if we didn't have individuality, if we did, if we had to let go of this, we'd all be playing the same thing. That's it. One person to come up with one song, and we'd all play that. Oh, we'd all play it all the time. That's all we'd hear. But you know, you get variety and flavor. I like to call it out of individuality. So you'll be. Label as an independent spirit, but don't give yeah fuck that shit. You know you don't you don't have to fucking you don't have to put up with that crap. Yeah, you know, all they're trying to do is just chill you down so that you conform to their image of their idea of how you're supposed to be. Listen, I'm me. I'm an individual person. You're an individual person. We're supposed to be. We're not supposed to. I can't. How can I be somebody else? I can't. I'm in my own body. I'm in my body. I'm in my body right here. People tried to shut my voice down, too, for years, and I used to have throat problems, sinus problems, all kinds of problems because of that. Until I started studying the chakras and, and started studying, you know, let's look into this, see if there's any validity to this. I looked at the science side of it, and boy, there's a lot of validity to it, especially when, you know, I went down that path, and boom, wow. Started breathing, doing breathing exercises. Focusing on certain areas of my body, like my feet, my knees, my hips, and then up the, up the middle of my body, you know, folks, and every area is a, a quadrant. I put it as like a quadrant in a little room, and I breathe into that space and breathe out of that space and do any clearing that I need to do in that space while I'm doing it. And then I'd go, I'd even use the OM, OM, you know, okay, so it's like, OM. It's probably pitched it's a little bit different than that, but not much, but the universe is straight up. But that OM, you know what it means? That's protection. You call it protection to strength. When you use that. And I'll tell you what, it works. Try it when you're walking though. <laughs> Breathing and walking and OMI at the same time. That's real hard to do. I, I started getting learning more and more about controlling my breathing. You know, having controlled breath and breathing by doing that, by practicing it while I was walking. Then I started doing jogging. It's even harder, but it can be done. It just takes a bit. You have to work through it. Eventually, you get to the outside. You go, wow, I was just doing it. Wow, that's really cool. The first time I met, was able to meditate, I did it by accident. <laughs> yeah. I just closed my eyes because they were rubbing my eyes. They were really sore. And I was sitting in my chair and I closed my eyes. And then a few minutes later, I, I came out of the state that I was in. And I was like, I was, whoa, I was just outside my body. I was, I was sitting there looking at myself going, wow, this is wild. I'm sitting, and I pointed at myself going, I'm meditating in that chair right there. And then, bam, I snap out of it. I'm like, whoa, did that just happen? Good God, did that happen? I'll get on the internet to find out if there's anybody else having these experiences. I found there is. So I'm not so alone. There's one gal, she, she really helped a lot. But so I, I'm playing on this, I got to play with all these different bands. 
Ended up carrying a whole worship team for a couple of years. Period. Just carrying it without a drum kit, just one guy on a jib bay carrying, you know, guitars and bass and singers and you know, I play harmonica too and carrying that too. You know, just all that with a gym bay. And I wouldn't listen to the mixes because we taped those things so we could hear what we were doing, see if we needed to change things or whatever. And I was like, my God, that's me? I couldn't believe I could actually do that. I was like, holy cow, that sounds like a freaking snare drum. How's that possible? Uh, well, man, there's a lot of things impossible with spirit. <laughs> Any one thing is impossible with God. Let me, I like to put it this way because I don't like to speak on negative terms because I, I was that way for a long time and I uh, changed that. And we go into the positive terms. With God, all things are possible. Period. Straight up, man. Straight statement. With God, all things are possible. When I looked that all things up, it means anything is possible with God. Anything. Now, my mind went, wow. When I read that, does yours? But I hope it does, because that really is the point where you, you, we need to be is in a place where we're going, wow, we're blown away so that we look, we take our gaze off the very thing that's in front of us, and we look to the side over here at something else, and all of a sudden we catch what's going on in our periphery, and we go, oh, that's how it works. You know? Spiritual eye, baby. Get it open. Use it. You have it. If you're having a problem with it, do your breathing exercises. Control breathing. I'm not going to wrap this up in 20 minutes, obviously, so I'm going to go into a couple of other things and we'll wrap it up. Okay, so team sports. Okay, football. I love football. I love playing out here in the, in the, in the field right out in front of my house. This is not a field anymore. But right out in front of my house, there was a field. We'd go out there and we'd play. We didn't have to conform to a to a freaking, uh, you know, what they call it, a, a route. You know, we didn't have, like, these plans with a route and all that stuff. We'd just go plant it up in the dirt and we'd get out there and we'd do it. Me, I love playing defense. But back then, we were playing both offense and defense. Good way to have a team. But when I was on a team, I loved playing defense. Coach wanted me to play offense. Wanted me to play a guard or, or a tackle or something. I was like, I'm a short guy. Yeah, sure, when I was a little kid, I was husky, but I'm not anymore. I wasn't, when I grew into it, I was, I was skinny or thin anyway. When I'm a short guy, I don't belong on the line. Not especially when I can crawl under those guys' legs and grab the quarterback and knock that son of a bitch down to the ground take or take the ball from him and run it in for a touchdown or at least get down the field with it. Most of the safeties, there's only a couple I couldn't outrun. I'm not that fast, but you know, I could move like a running back sometimes, just you know, spinning off or a, or a free, or an end or whatever, you know, tight end or whatever. You know, I could run. I could I could move. I got bad moves. I could use my legs. I could use my body. I could flip around and do all kinds of stuff. So, I'm on the team, and I said, finally, I talked to coach and put me on defense. They want me to be on the line. You guys, don't do that, please. Just just give me a chance. Put me in a halfback. Just put me in a halfback. Put, just put me in at one of the backs. But you're too small to be a back. I'm not too small to be on the line. But you, I'm too small to be a back? I said, the backs are smaller than the linemen are. Come on, coach. Put me on the freaking, put, just put me in a back position on defense. So he did. I didn't let him down either. I played the ball. Really, I played the quarterback because I was trying to sack the quarterback. And I sacked I kept sacking him. One game, shut him out because I sacked him so many damn times. He, they couldn't do anything. Every time they, they double-teamed me, they triple-teamed me. Still couldn't freaking stop me from sacking that quarterback. I'd find a way because I'd find my own way. I'd look with my own eyes as an individual. While I'm in the motion, I can see things happening that I, need, I should be doing so that it works out because sometimes some of us need to come in there and support other people in a way that we can actually work it out on our own terms because that's how we work. That's how we function. Don't try to cram your 
individual, you know, you're, 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 get on the team, you're on the team, you know, you know, cram that down my throat. Let me flow with it, my own way. Let me go with my own flow. Because we're supposed to be going with the flow. Not the flow of everybody else's ideas. You're an individual. You're inside of a body. If this is ringing on with you, believe me, you're in good company here because I'll tell you what, I, I even as a team player, because I, I can do that too, but I'm not very good at it, but I can do it. Even as a team player, I still find some a way to make it better. My job or whatever I was doing, I still find a way to make it better. I could, I could better it. Always, always better it. I'd be doing something a certain way, and I take that idea as a, as a, as a, as a format to, or, the, or as a template just to look what, just to get me going, and then I, I start looking for a better way to do it while I'm working. I do that on my feet, do it fast. And, and uh, it's just how I'm wired. Don't do real well with that. But see, if if I if if, if there's individuals, if everybody is doing the same thing the same way and doing it, we're never gonna have any flavor. You don't want to have all these individual bands. They come up with individual music, doing it their own way, make it sound good, and we love it. And we go, whoa, my that song was all oh, that bad rocks, man. And you buy that album, that holy cow, they rock, man. That's, wow. We have all these different kind of restaurants. We only have one thing, one way. But it ain't, life isn't that way. Haven't you guys noticed that there's like, check God out, okay? Order, right? So our idea of order is to take all the trees and put them, all the ferns in one, and then all the trees, and then all the, you know, you have, so you have oaks over here, you have freaking maples over here, you have elms over here, you have, and we're all in little groups, right? That's the way we're trained. But you know what God does? He throws it all together. All, go out in the forest, man. Go, <laughs> Just look around. I mean, even in my own city, there's like, I live in the city of trees, by the way. Boise, La Bois. It means the trees. When Lewis and Clark came up over the valley back out here on the Oregon Trail, they, they stopped and they went, look, the trees. That's because when you stand up there on the valley, where they, uh, up on the plateau where they were at, and you look, all you see is trees. I mean, you see buildings now, too. But it's just a huge, giant, huge wooded forest here, you know, that we built a city inside of, or they did anyway, some of my ancestors, moved in this valley back, way back, man, pioneer days, back in the late 1800s and early 1900s, pretty crazy, huh, yeah, that's the thing, though, so this whole thing about you know, if, you, if you're sitting there and, and you watch TV or something and you just keep hearing this team, 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 and it's driving you wrong, but you, and you feel upset about it because you want to be part of the team, but you, you, you just don't fit, that's okay. You're not alone for one thing. Just know this, you're not alone. And believe me, I'm, I, I, even as of myself, as an individual, I even want to team, I'm still your biggest cheerleader. I'll still, I'll, I'll help you understand if you need it. You know, I'll, I'll be there right there to, to, to hold you up and support you if you need I'll be. I'll have your back. That's just the way I'm wired. I know there's not a lot of people that are like that, but there are some of us that are. Yeah, we give it our all. I give it my all. But I just couldn't quite do it. But if I did it my way, well, my way is pretty much just... You know, I have friends. I'm a very friendly person. I like people. I like to talk to people. I'll talk to you in, in the line. If I don't even know you, I'll start talking to you. You know? Because I like people. I like talking. I like having conversations. I like to get to know where people live at and what it's like there. You know, I like that. So, like, if you call me on the phone, you know, or you're like a telemarketer or something, you call me on the phone, I'll be talking to you about, hey, so how's, it, how's the weather where you at? 
what's it like living there? You know, I'll just start, start, start a conversation. You know, um, and I do that all the time. I don't know if it's because I'm from Idaho or not, because <laughs> you hear that sometimes. Well, them damn Idaho people, they drive like, you up there in Idaho and they're driving 80 miles an hour everywhere you go. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> 80 miles an hour, and boy, you talk to them on the phone, they're like having a couple, well, how's your mother and father doing? They don't even know you. How's your mother and father doing? You know, I, it's just, I don't know if it's better that or what, but I'm wired this way. But I'll tell you what, I'm uncomfortable doing these other things. And it's okay because I do these things that are uncomfortable. But you want to know something? There was a reason why that was a, that uncomfort's going on inside. It's not so that I would conform. It's so that I would step away from the norm and f- and do that thing that I've seen within that's a different, and maybe the very same thing they're doing, but a different way of doing it. Because I'm supposed to be that way. I'm not supposed to be dogged for it or chewed out for it. No, I just want to freaking do things the way I see it because I'm wired that way. Now, I was watching TV this morning and I was checking out. I have some stuff, you know, saved. Uh, DVR, dish, dish satellite, I got a DVR, some things saved. In it. And I, I love, you know, car stuff. And, and um, oh, man, I love car stuff, cars and trucks and stuff. Man, there's some guys building. I, I'll tell you what, this, this is the time to be do rest of mods and stuff because you know, these guys man they're doing like Dave Dingig you know oh, no, did I say that right Kindig Kindig that's it Kindig boy man boy he makes some stuff look good and these guys down in Texas metal oh man man there's some good shows Steve Darnell guys I may or may not know who he is but he's Vegas Rat Rods man I love those Rat Rods man I had a couple Rat Bikes and I loved them but this guy's like way out there and I love it Man, his designs, what he does is he goes, but he's making it up as he goes. And that's how I am. I'm wired that way. And so I could really sit well with him in, in the aspect of, 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 you know, watching his show and really digging on it and watching what he produces and stuff. But it's really inspired me a lot just to listen to him. And he's the same way I am. I'm sitting listening to one of his programs this morning and I was like, yeah, that I had recorded. And uh, I'm like, I'm going to listen to him. I'm listening to him talking about just, you know, being not, not being able to conform and the same thing. And I was like, man, this guy. You know, I wonder how many other people there are out there like that. That's what got me thinking about this broadcast today, because I was going to talk about something else. I don't even remember what I was going to talk about. Probably dreams or something. I, I do got some things I want to talk about around dreams. Like I, like I didn't finish this one part of the dream. I started talking about the dragon dream. The one I was going to talk about was this one where um, I've had quite a few of these dreams where God actually speaks to me in the dream, does stuff with me, and shows me things, you know. Picked me up by his hand. His hand was a cloud. Held me up in the sky. I was floating. <laughs> Then talk to me. Then set me on. And, you know, I'll go into that later. That's a pretty, uh, pretty lengthy. Well, that's not real lengthy, but it's, but he talks to me. He shows me things. He's wanting me to see stuff. You know, so he'll teach me from dreams. Teach me if you're open to it. He'll teach you from dreams. He's teaching you anyway. He's got to be open to. Just, just go to him and ask him. What is it you want me to get out of this? So I was really stirred up right before I, I woke up and. I was stirred up. I was already heading in that direction. On this direction where I'm right now, I was right out, and I was feeling rotten about myself. Rotten. I was carrying this around for years. I felt like crap because I just couldn't do things everybody else's way, and I got beat up a lot for it. You know, beat down, I should say, for it. I just got beat up one time for it. That was before I learned how to fight. That, and, and you know, it's like. You can't carry that around all the time. You know, you're gonna suck more of that into your life if you do. I guess it's a little bit about this too. 
whatever you're thinking about, how things are, stuff like that, you need to let that go. Because things change every day. Every day is not the same. And it's not even really every day. It's only one day. Don't we, don't we say, oh yeah, tomorrow will be. But when we wake up, it's still today. We still call it today. I'm, I'm here today, yay. We have memories of the past. But some of those memories could trip us up pretty bad. Let's say hack those away. Don't walk around with shame and guilt on your heart because that will attract more of that experience in your life. You want to walk around with, with, with a, a free heart, content, at peace, full of joy, bliss and happiness, so that you have a better life. You'll attract more of that into your life when you do. Think that you're rich already, even if you're poor. Because when you think that you're rich and you, and you feel that way, you need to generate that feeling. That feeling is important. Don't let anybody tell you feelings aren't important because they are. We wouldn't have them if they weren't important. You feel hot and cold, there's a reason. If you get, put your hand in the fire and it feels hot, and you don't do anything about it, you're going to burn your freaking hand up, man. The pain is there for a reason. Is there to help us to understand? Don't go this way, or maybe you need to endure that a little bit. You know? My hands, I was a cook for like 10 years. So I could stick my finger in boiling water, not, not, not bother me. I pull eggs out by my hands. I freaking, you know, when I'm cooking sausage or something like that on, on the, on the, uh, on the burner or on the grill, I, you know, if it's my own, I'll flip it over with my fingers because I don't like, you know, try to try to flip sausage over when it's stuck to the bottom of the pan. It don't work, but it doesn't burn my fingers. But I can burn them. I've done that before too. But it doesn't hurt them. It doesn't burn. I mean, I withstand a lot of a lot of you know heat. Uh, we have these metal plates out here because we got this uh, out here on the driveway, at the end of the driveway, because we got this uh, these kind of curved uh, gutters. You know, not normal gutters, not squared off. They're curved. You know, if you know what I mean. Um, so anyway, um, our neighborhood made some metal plates for his. He made some for, he gave us a couple that he made for ours. So I put these metal plates out there, right? <laughs> you know, but he's got about five houses on this block to cut metal plates to. <laughs> I was looking at that the other day. I go, man, he really expanded here with that one. You know, he's a welder and shit. And he's pretty good. He's really good. He's, a, he's an awesome dude, man. Actually, all my neighbors are really cool. Thank God for that, man. Whew, thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. I had some neighbors that weren't cool for a long time, so I got cool neighbors. Prayed for them. They came. Thank God for that. Anyway, so these metal plates out here, back when we had the El Nina weather patterns going on, it got really freaking hot there towards the end of it before. And that's for another time. I had a conversation with my mother about that, and God flipped him. <laughs> Just to prove a point to her. Now, I didn't do it. He did it. To prove a point to her, but he, he was proving my point to her. <laughs> and that was is that these weather patterns are true, and God can do anything at any time. Period. Through anybody. Most people go, oh, you can do that through you. You're just this oh, little hippie guy. I don't, have, I don't look like a hippie anymore, but I'm, I'm a hippie. I had long hair. Cleared out of my ass out of for a long, you know, lot of years. Uh, hung around, you know, hippies. Loved, loved doing hippie stuff, you know. It was really cool. I had a good time. But I'm not really a hippie, though. My name is Daniel. I'm on this earth. I'm an individual. Who knows what the hell I am? <laughs> God does. We're all looking for identity anyway, or a place to fit. Why are we here? What are we going to do when we're once over? Is there an afterlife? And in the afterlife, what are we going to do there? You know, why do we need treasures in heaven? Store treasures in heaven when heaven's a treasurely place. When there's all this riches in there, why do we need to store riches? Who knows? But Jesus said do it, so we do it. There's a reason. We may not know the answer yet, but we will someday. And we still got to find our place. What would, so we can settle in. So we have a, have a life that's abundant. So we can have an abundant life. If you have an abundant life, you have something to give to 
people that don't have an abundant life to help them to have an abundant life because there's a deficit. There's, there's things going on there in people's lives. And some people are living on the streets. You know, they were talking on the news the other day about shutting off the freaking power and the water. During a freaking stupid pandemic that we didn't cause, they want to shut the power off to 80 million people here in America. Fucking idiots. Because some asshole that owns the freaking country, uh, not country, owns a freaking um, business at the top, well, I have my shareholder, he's out, we're not making any money, but we're going to have to shut the power and the water off. So, for what? You're going to penalize the people for getting a, getting a freaking virus that they didn't cause? They lost their jobs? That they didn't freaking, they didn't cause that? And you're going to penalize them on top of it? Going to stink and cut their water off? We need water to live, you dumbasses. Not you guys, but I'm talking about these. If, if these freaking guys that own these freaking utilities places and stuff at the top, there's somebody owns it at the top. You're going to hit the top guy, and that's probably where the freaking issue's coming from. That's fucked up, man. Unpatriotic and unfreaking human. It's like saying, oh, you can't go to the grocery store anymore because you smell weird. So you got, you're banned from all this. And you're like, what do, I, what do you mean I smell weird? Everybody else tells me I don't, but that one guy... You just rub him just a little bit wrong, or something, you know, or whatever. He's all over your case, and wanting to beat you down, freaking starve you out, and throw you off the planet. You don't deserve to be on the planet. Get off. Like we could do that. Jackasses, anyway. That just burns my... It just riped me the wrong way the other day when I heard that on the news. I was like, he's fucking... I was so pissed off, I came in here and freaking slammed a bunch of stuff around. Went outside, freaking took a stick and beat the gate with it. I was so damn mad. I wanted to beat the crap out of them sons of bitches. And if you're listening to this and you own one of those utilities and you're going to shut people off, you're a fucking douche, man. And if you don't like it, come to my house. We'll, do, we'll duke it out right out here in the front yard. I don't care. I don't care how big you are, who you are. I don't give a shit. We'll do it like they used to do in the old days. Not the days of the gun, where they had the gun, but before that. When they only had their fists and their feet and that's it. And their head and their whatever else. Knee, elbows, whatever. Now, I'll, I'll give you a heads up, too. I throw everything. You get me pinned down, I'll bite the fucking shit out of you to get out of that. Because it ain't no game. It's not play. But see, I'm different. And some of you guys can relate to this. Some of you can't. That's okay. So many people can relate to you. can relate to this. That you're different. You're supposed to be. Maybe you're supposed to start a business. See, I started thinking that way. I said, well, man, maybe I should my own business. I do create my own artwork. I got a bunch of really cool art. I mean, I like it. I got posters with my own artwork on my wallet. I'm going, Man, I really like it. I ended up giving them away. Except for this one. I'm never, but I can. I have I have them all on disc. I, can, I got them all at Walgreens, too. And I make posters out of them. They look really cool. And people like come over there like, wow! I'm like, oh, well, here you go. You like that so much? Here you go. I'll give it away. I don't care because I know that it's not about keeping things. It's about actually giving your life. You're giving your life away. It's going to make a difference. You start a business. You're going to create a space where people can come to get things that they couldn't get anywhere else, you know, so to speak. Or maybe they can get some of those things there. Maybe they'll get at a better price at your website, or maybe they'll get a better price at your store, or maybe they'll just get that feeling of satisfaction when they walk in there and somebody actually treats them like they're a king. Don't rail on people because they, uh, they can't conform to team sports or something like that or whatever. Don't rail on them. Find a way to help them find what they're looking for. Because somebody did that for you. And if they didn't, nobody ever did that. And you found it on your own. Hey, that's great. You got strength that most of us don't have. 
but don't beat a person down because they can't conform. Try to break. Yeah, you know, it's like taking a. You know, you know those little toys that we had when we were kids, little Fisher Price toys, and you got this, you got the blocks, and the, and and it's a block thing, and you got this little, this little freaking uh, uh, tray thing, you know, and you try to put the block in the, you, you, the triangle goes in a triangle, the square goes in a square, the round one goes in a round one, right? You know. Well, if the square, you know, some of us, like I was trying to put the square in the round one when I was a little kid a couple times, you know, don't go by there and grab a hammer, smash that thing in there for the kid. You can't do that. You can't beat a person into a position so that you're satisfied. Because that's wrong. It's actually witchcraft. Yeah, I know. It is. It's witchcraft. The basic, most basic, the base of witchcraft is control. When you control another individual, narcissism, that's a huge area of witchcraft right there. People don't even realize it's what it is, but that's what it is. This is what it is. Let them go in your heart and let them be the individual and encourage that. Help them find that space they're looking for. Help them find what they're looking for because they're looking for something. Because they don't fit anywhere else, they're going to definitely be looking for something. Help them. Don't hurt them. Don't beat them. Lift them up. Be an encourager. Don't be a discourager. Don't be toxic. You don't need to be. There's too much damn toxic crap on this planet already, man. Just go to Yellowstone. Check that place out. Freaking, you can't even touch some of that stuff. It's like, you can't touch any of it, actually. Some of it's acid. Coming out of the earth. Oh, I know. I want to spend some time with Yellowstone. I get it. And then, okay, I got something for you guys. And I'm going to wrap it up. Guys, if you're having prostate problems and you can't pee, take zinc. You need zinc. You're zinc deficient. You take zinc. Take as much as you need to so you can piss. Also, you can develop an inner inner dialogue with yourself. Okay, I do this. This is what I do. If I can't piss, I go, Upper Mesa Falls. But I say it with my breath. Upper Mesa Falls. I say it with my breath. As I'm breathing out, I go, Upper Mesa Falls. And I let that get in my belly and I drop it in my belly. And it triggers triggers down there and I can piss. If I say it enough, I can really piss. But I also take zinc too. And sometimes the zinc don't work. So you got to trigger it somehow to get it to go. If you can't piss... Take zinc and, and develop a way to help you pee that's, that's not going to hurt you, you know? Because you got to piss, man, if your platter's full, right? I know, this, that, that, that's just a little small little skip it right there, but take freaking zinc because zinc will help you. Zinc is what you're deficient of. If, you, if your prostate's swollen, you need to take some zinc. It'll unswell it. It'll calm it down. So you can at least piss. Even if I, I was taking pee pills, too. I'm still having an issue. Upper Mesa Falls. Okay, the Upper Mesa Falls is in the Yellow, it's on the Yellowstone River. Have you ever been standing next to Upper Mesa Falls? You go, oh my God. You'll say, I used to turn the water on. That, that worked for a while. And then I went to Lake, I get a vision of Lake, Lake Lowell because it's like huge until it dried up during the El Nino. It dried up and I was like, you know, almost, almost gone. It was almost gone before, you know, the El Nino came. I'm talking about the weather pattern. When the El Nino came, I started, you know, they wanted to get more water there. California was getting. Almost in a drought, you know, they were in a drought. Somebody's like, Oh, we're gonna be down 30 years. Oh my god, and I was like, No, I'll go into that later. <laughs> that, that's a whole other story. But, but here's the thing, though so you get this idea, you turn the water on somebody, you get an idea in your mind, you use your mind, you try to use some, in some visual stuff, you know, to help you out or whatever. So you can piss, just like you can piss, it's just a regular thing. You gotta do it every day, you gotta do it probably a bunch of times. Hopper Mesa Falls. You stand next to that falls, and it's like, I mean, intense. You know, it's like 30 or 40 feet at the arch. The water is from the top of the arch to, to, the, to the, the bottom of the, you know, the, 
the uh, the river as it's coming down and going over the fall right there to the rock edge. It's like, 40, I think it's like 50 feet, but it's so much water, it's intense. And I mean, I was like, I stood next to it, so I know. And I remembered it, and I went, oh, yeah, the memory of, oh, I could use that one, so use that one, you know. And then you, you get you say it and breathe it out, breathe it out. You say it with your breath. And I'll tell you what, it works every time, every single time. Um, I found there's more stuff going on with our bodies that we can actually help you know, if we got, get either our mind and our heart, there's ways to actually do things with your body that can actually help you. You know, um, bladder. Okay, so I'm thinking about my bladder, and I could feel when I'd say it, I'd I, I think, okay, you piss it. I, I could feel a certain, I could, the quadrants of our bladder. Like, uh, to me, it's like uh, like a, uh, guitar strings or like a harp. Harp has strings. And you pull in the right one, you got to piss. Okay? So I hit it. And I think about that as I'm saying Upper Mesa Falls. And I, and I find the one right in that spot where it's, it's like a sweet spot. And psh, oh, thank God I found it. You know, and I started noticing there's a lot of things in our, about our body that we can actually tune in on and, and help. You know? We're talking about awareness in this point. Now we're going to wrap it up here in a second. Be aware. You don't want to you screw yourself up. You can walk around screwing everybody else up too. If you don't love yourself first, you're not going to be able to love everybody. Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, yourself is included in that. Well, I thought he wanted us to kill ourselves. No. He says, die to self. Yeah, he's talking about selfishness. Those, those, he's talking about our fleshly areas where, we're, where we would edge God out, edge other people out, and we put ourselves first and then blah, blah. You don't have to do that. You don't have to put yourself first. No, but you do need to love yourself. Because if you don't, you're, you're part of the mix too. If you love yourself, you love everybody else. If you don't, you won't love everybody else. I was just placing straight up common sense anyway, but it's a fact. Now, you'll have love for them, but you won't treat them right. Somewhere along the line, you just won't treat them right. But if you love yourself, you realize, I'm good. I, I'm good with myself. I, I, I'm cool with myself now. That's okay. I, I, I do love myself. You mean I don't have to hate myself? No, you're not supposed to. Why, why does it say in the Bible? You know, there's some that will hate their day of birth. It talks about that in the Old Testament. And it's not supposed to be that way. It's because we've been taught wrong. You do need to love yourself. You can't love other people as yourself if you don't love yourself. And you know what he's talking about when he says that? He's talking about taking care of yourself. You know, he says, a man will get up and take a shower. I'm just I'm paraphrasing and, and, and giving, you, I, giving you more but a man will take care of himself, wash himself, take care of himself. He'll, he'll comb his hair, you know, brush his teeth, you know, things like that. Make sure he's got shoes so he's going to walk outside. Not standing out here in these, these hot metal things out here and I'd meditate on them. I'd sit there. I was able to stand there for one minute in, in 100 degree weather. But when I first stood on it, it was only a second. Those metal plates I was talking about earlier. But I would go out there and breathe and meditate and breathe and meditate and breathe and meditate. And I finally got to the point where I could stand on it for one, I managed to make one minute. Walked through fire a few times, no problem. Walked on hot coals a few times, no problem. But before that, I was having issues. Something needed to change, and I was trying to push for a change. Well, I'll tell you what, it, it brought me to an awakening. All those steps did. you got to be that individual. you got to get away from the crowd sometimes. Sometimes, and some, some of you, it doesn't, this isn't driving with you, that's fine. Go beat the team guy. Don't be the individual guy. That's great. That's going great for you. But don't shove it down our throats. Don't shove your idea of the way it's supposed to be down our throats because it ain't supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be the way we are. 
We're not supposed to be trying to conform everybody to our idea of life. Some of us see things from a different angle, and we're supposed to. Don't harp on us. Encourage us, support us, but don't harp on us. If you can't find a way to support or encourage, just be quiet. Stand around and stand and watch. Because keep you watch, that's what's going to open your eyes up. This is Reverend DDT, <laughs> and I'm out. Y'all have a great day. Reverend DDT, Universal Broadcast. Yeehaw! <laughs> Later. <laughs>